Welcome to the Launch With Words podcast with your host, Bridget Willard. We're going to talk about all things content, blogging, articles, videos, whatever has words and goes on your website. Hey, thanks for joining the second season of the Launch With Words podcast. I'm your host, Bridget Willard. I'm joined today by my writing partner, Warren Lane-Nida. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for being on my podcast. Thank you for asking me. So small business owners, we know they need to write for their blog. We know they need to use that content for social media, uh, Google profile, business profile, formerly known as Google My Business, (laughs) Google Maps, Google Places. (laughs) So what what are some things that you really wish uh, small business owners could do? Like uh, what, what do you wish that they would do? Oh, uh, that's that's a really easy uh, a question. I have this with my clients pretty much on a regular basis. Um, I don't think most small businesses um, look at the stories around the products or around the services that they are selling. Uh, there's sort of a tunnel vision, um, and there's there's so many ways to think about the products. Um, and these are the stories. These are the use cases. Um, this is what differentiates them from their competitors. Um, and I think that's always um, kind of uh, a sticking point um, with my clients. Discover Wine Investing with VinoVest, a platform allowing investors to own 100% of their portfolio and easily buy, sell, or drink from their collection of fine wines. VinoVest features historical returns, direct ownership of world-class wines, portfolio diversity, and robust recession resistance. Sign up today at zen.ai slash launchwithwords. That's zen.ai forward slash Launch with words. Yeah, that's the quick answer. (laughs) Well, okay, so when I hear, and I'm like the biggest person, like I don't give a crap about the story. I want to know if the product works. But that's a difference between a story and a use case or a case study. So for me, a story is this hypothetical. It was a dark and stormy night. I tried this beauty cream. Ten days later, I looked amazing, and I had a boyfriend, okay? So that story, to me, I don't care or why you started your company. I don't care. I know some people care, but let's talk about the case study because case studies are marketing gold. How can um, we get those case studies? You mean specifically for the products? Yeah. I did this. I then, yeah. then I did this, and now that we use this service, and these are the results. Okay. Well, I, um, you know, the way I go about it is kind of a mashup between those two things. I, I don't, I'm not a big case study person. I, I think people are smarter than case studies. Um, at the same time, I think people love a story, and I think that's really what they want. Okay. I mean, if you look at the Netflix numbers, that will tell you that people want stories over case studies. Um, so I try to combine that. And I think probably like the most recent example I, I had was with a client 
who sells a very exciting product, industrial air filters. Um, and it's really kind of hard to get that sort of, um, you know, fun story going around a product like that. So, you know, what we did and what I was really, you know, pushing my client to do was to really look at the benefits of this. Like, why, why buy industrial air filters? And, you know, straight away, the answer comes out, well, you know, it keeps the workplace clean. And it's like, well, why is that a good thing? You know, so, you know, we sort of, we tried to, we tried to look at three different um, use cases of this. You can call them case studies if you like. So, yes, we've got the happy worker, you know, but the happy worker, you know, is not just going to be happy in the workplace. They're also going to be happy at home, you know, and the happy worker might be the factory worker, but they also might be the happy worker in the hospital, in the school. So you've got a lot of different people. Um, and so, you know, this, this, the story, we had three different, you know, people. Um, and, you know, it went all the way from, you know, the, the clean factory floor to, you know, um, good health, clean health. And, um, and then especially when it came to COVID was health and protection. So security. So we had clean workplace, we had happy, healthy people, and we had an element of security. And those are three stories that, you know, you could easily tell. Um, and then the case studies, you know, just, you know, dovetailed right to that, you know. Um, how many days did the healthy worker lose compared to the, um, the unhealthy worker or the happy worker to the unhappy worker? Um, how many man hours were lost or women hours were lost. So, you know, this, this, this air filter, um, in the end can come down to, you know, you say as a business owner saving money because your workers are happier and healthier and not, you know, sick and grumpy. Well, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, but when I, when I hear the word story, I think of fiction. Maybe that's my problem. That, yeah, that's well, I, I, I think there's, there's nothing stranger, um, you know, uh, than, than truth. Uh, and, you know, if you can mix the fiction and the truth, because that's all advertising is, you know, I mean, most advertising, most marketing has very, very little to do with truth. It's not what we, what we, what we get. It's what we want. And that is all about storytelling. That's really, you know, I don't think, you know, I think you mentioned something about, uh, was it your hair or, or lipstick or something and getting a boyfriend? You know, the reality of that is probably far removed, um, you know, from what you really want. Um, and I think these sorts of stories, they sell everything from fitness club memberships to trousers to cars and they always have you know um what we think is going to happen to us is is you know our dream the fiction um and i think you know it's it's important to find that sort of middle ground um especially with small businesses because you know they don't have the big budget they, they're not going to be making you know long-term commitments into this they want to keep something short and sweet yeah you know? they don't have money for don draper so I mean, that's no, why but, but, they're listening to this podcast. They're trying to figure out how to do it themselves. Like when you're, yes, psychology is a big basis in advertising. And if you buy this Ferrari, you're going to get that hot chick 
we know sex sells, right? We know that, you know, if I rinse and repeat, my hair will be cleaner, or like all this stuff, right? But you you also have to stray away from false claims. Yeah, you, uh, don't, you don't need to have false claims because, I mean, there's, you know, if I think this is the important part, especially for, for small businesses and storytelling, is that you just need to be truthful. Yeah. You know, and small businesses are very, very connected with their um, customers, much more so than large businesses. They probably know their customers' names. They know where they live. They know how many kids they have. So the stories are, are, are real life. And, um, you know, the fiction, uh, the wishes, the desires are very tangible. And it could be something very, very small, like, you know, well, they would like to you know, have a product that enables them simply to save money. And if they save money, they'll have more money for something they really want, which will make them happy. So I think this, you know, we can, uh, we can think uh, fiction, but we can put it into very, very easy, you know, you know, real life um, connections. Yeah. Um, I like to call that specific hypotheticals. Uh, because like it's, yeah. So if I go and buy your, uh, shirt at $37 and 50 cents instead of one that's 87, then I have more money to go to brunch with my girlfriends, you know? Exactly. So the shirt makes you happier simply because now you've got $50 to go and have brunch. Yeah. I mean, that's Um, real life, right? Yeah, it, it is. I think, I mean, back to your, to, to your first question, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's maybe, you know, for the, for the small business that don't have the capacity to, to come up with, um, you know, the storytelling, they do have access to, to things that everyone else has. You know, they've got access to a website with a blog. They've got access to social media. And, you know, every small business probably has in a week, you know, half an hour where they can connect on social media and ask the questions of the people who are following them. It's like, what, what makes you happy? You know, what would you like to see from our products? How do our products change your life? And then to write stories about that in, in, so in, uh, in their blog, um, you know, and I, I think that's a very simple, easy way to combine storytelling with case studies because over time you're going to hear more and more success stories you're going to hear more and more questions from from people that you can then answer uh so it's a self-perpetuating process i mean it's great always to ask your customers what they think and how they feel um maybe that's a way to incorporate uh customer reviews yeah. Um, and I, you know, the, the customer reviews are also, you know, on one part, on one hand, they're success stories. Um, they're advertising for people who've never heard of your product on the other, but it also allows, um, you know, any business to see how they can do better. You know, it's like the what happened next part of any story, you know, so they bought the shirt, they went to brunch. What happened next? Um, and yeah, I think, you know, we're constantly, uh, you know, evolving these, these stories that, that we have with products, um, and they can be happy or sad stories. Um, but there's always a story there. Um, 
And I think, you know, if, if there isn't, then it's really hard to connect to a product because we need to visualize ourselves um, with the product and how this benefits us. And we can only do that by, you know, either, you know, imagining it or seeing exactly where our needs are. In the, um, in the Launch With Words starter pack, we have mm-hmm. some uh, prompts for these yeah. kinds of things, including case studies and videos, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What would be a good way for a small business owner to, you know, they're going to sit down and spend two hours once a month writing yeah. something like this? Uh, what, what would be some of their first steps? What should they have with them? If it were, if it were a cooking show and mm-hmm. everything was ready, what should they have with them when they sit down at their computer to write? Um, have with them as in, as in content or have, in, have with them as in um, direction? Yes. Yeah, both. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I... I think it's really important that they ask themselves three questions and, and these three questions will then, you know, will help in, in the creation of their, of their content. Um, the first thing is, you know, they need to be able to put themselves in, in the pants or of the customer and say, what problem does my product solve? How will my product make this customer happy, make their life better. Because this is, you know, this is really why we, why we buy anything, why we do anything. You know, even if we're, if we're looking at a Netflix thing, the problem is we're either bored or lonely or unhappy or we want excitement. So everything we do is to solve a problem. So they need to identify how this problem is solved immediately. Um, and then they need to, um, uh, to show, um, you know, exactly where this product can be purchased. Okay. Is it something downloadable? Can they get a free sample? Who's using it? You know, and what does it cost? And what does it cost does not have to be, um, financial outlay. It could be any outlay of resources. So how easy is it to get this? You know, is it going to cost you something? How long will it take for you to get it? Um, so I think, you know, and that these three things are very easily, um, transferable into an image or a banner or a very small social media post, you know? So I think the first thing they have to have in their hand is the answer to these three questions. Um, and that tells the whole story right there. You can then go, you know, you can extrapolate that to, you know, to further levels, um, but if you, you need to have these, the answers to these three questions, otherwise, you know, everything else is just, you know, jibber jabber. And what would you say to the small business owner who goes, okay, well, I know what that is, but I'm not that great of a writer, uh, quote unquote, I barely passed high school. Well, you know, I'm pretty sure that, um, you know, the snake oil salesman of yesteryear um, never even went to high school, but they were extremely successful because they were able to, you know, they had this empathy. They knew what people wanted to hear, and probably they were these people themselves. I mean, you have to start somewhere, you know. Um, So, you know, if you're not a very good writer, maybe you're a good um, orator. Maybe you can do a podcast. Maybe you're really great, you know, in your parking lot with these inflatable flying things and you could do a video, Yeah. you know, maybe you can take a picture. There's got to be something 
if you can't do any of those things, then you probably don't have a small business to begin with. Right, right. And, you and, know? Yeah. and the thing is that if you're really comfortable with audio or video, that can be transcribed. Because, oh, yes. of course, the podcast and the product is called Launch With Words. So the words are really important. And yes. I say this a lot because the Internet is blind. There's a lot of people that put uh, image overlay on text when that's not accessible at all, as uh, Anamika Bovale wrote in our a special chapter for our book that's coming out very, very, very soon, as soon as I get my act together with Kindle, uh, which is on my list today. Uh, the only online marketing book you need for your school by Warren Leonida and Bridget Willard, that's us. Um, I didn't even think about promoting it, but just like that's the whole reason is to put these tools in their hands. Because you as a business owner, you know your business more than anybody else. And it's true. I remember being a secretary. I was one office wall away from the customer pain points. That was so epic for content generation when I started doing social media because I knew exactly what the customer's pain points were and our sales process pain points. I knew both. Now that I'm a vendor... I have to extract that from my from my clients. You know, it's not it's not there. I'm not overhearing it. Okay, so um, I recommend to my small business owners to keep a journal so that they can gather that with them, so that they have those things ready, so that when they are sitting down at Friday at two o'clock to do this, they're they're not like, okay, what am I writing about? You know, you're going to bake the Jenny cake. It's Jenny's story. Jenny got her lashes done. She's confident. She got the job interview. That's the Jenny story with the eyelashes, right? Uh, Mark started going to yoga. His posture is better. His back pain is less. He met friends. That's, That's Mark's story. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah, I mean, every, there is no business person who is out of touch with customers because every business person is themselves a customer. There is no B2B. There's only B2C. Everyone who sells buys. Everyone who buys sells. Yeah. There's always going to be someone selling and someone buying. Hmm. Okay. So even the small business owner, no small business owner can say, I'm out of touch with my customers. I mean, this is just impossible unless they themselves are purchasing nothing anywhere. You know, ever. Um, I don't think ever, I don't think <laughs> it matters if you are buying, if you are buying, you know, turnips or a shirt or waiting in line to, to order lunch. It's the same thing. You have a need. What is the need? It's the resolution of a problem. Doesn't matter what it is. Okay. So, I mean, I think, you know, even, you know, you're, you're, it doesn't matter what level business person you are, you are going to have access to information from, from customers. You're going to have FAQs. You're going to have emails. You're going to have heard from customers. You're going to have sat in a meeting and listened to someone who's, who's heard from customers. Like Olgovi, David Olgovi said, you know, the customer is not, not an idiot. The customer is your wife. Right. So you always have a connection with people who are purchasing or selling. Um, you just need to be, um, you know, empathetic enough to understand what that message is that they're telling you. 
And it's, I think it's usually quite simple. You know, they're, they're happy, they're sad, you know, or they're somewhere in the middle, or maybe they're completely disinterested. Well, there is a problem that's a potential, you know, solution. So, uh, you know, yeah. Awesome. I mean, that's it. Everybody has problems. Go yeah. solve it. So, yeah. uh, we wanted to keep these, uh, short. So let me know, uh, let the audience know, Warren, how people can find you on the internet. Or how you would prefer uh, for them to find you on the internet? Uh, yes. Well, I'm pretty much everywhere on the net, internet. You can find me uh, by looking for Warren Lane hyphen Nida. Um, otherwise, I'm on Twitter at uh, Warren L Nida. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty much everywhere. Actually, I'm the only Warren Lane Nida in the world. Um, so it's kind of an easy guy to find. And you have uh, one book out, one book coming out, and a third book coming out this year. So on Amazon.com, also look for Warren Lane hyphen Nida, L-A-I-N-E hyphen N-A-I-D-A. Okay, I'm going to look for you. They're going to find me. Yeah, vice versa. (laughs) There you go. Thanks, Warren. Thank you, Bridget. You have a great day. Thanks for listening to Launch With Words, a podcast by BridgetWillard.com. If you like this podcast, why not go ahead and share it with your friends, small business owners, peers, your brother. (laughs) I really appreciate your attention. If you have any ideas, contact me on my website. Follow me at Bridget M. Willard on Twitter. And I hope to see you on the next episode or the next season.